Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime. I am Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by Mel Moyer. Hello. Delaney Stovall. Hello. And Sam Quattro. Hi. Today, Mel, Delaney, Sam, and I will be discussing uh, Zootopia, the latest Disney animated feature film uh, released this weekend, I think. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I guess. You think? Uh, release dates: February tenth in Belgium. What? Why is that on the Wikipedia page? I guess it was released earlier internationally, but I don't know why Belgium is listed there. Anyway, um, we discuss uh, various uh, movies and show, animated movies and shows here at the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find out more more about us at overlyanimated.com. Uh, usually with less people on here, but this is a big uh, a big animated release, so we have the whole crew here um or most most of it whole crew the whole crew people. uh the, the the whole squad is here yeah all all hands on deck all hands on deck to discuss zootopia let's okay. get into this um so basically most obviously if you know this podcast most of the time we're going to spend discussing like the progressive elements of this film which is like the entire film right but but first let's start with a general quality discussion let's go around the horn um mel what where did your... that saying come from what is the horn i don't know mel what do we <laughs> What are your general thoughts on Zootopia? Like or dislike and some brief uh, some brief overviews. Um I don't think it was worth a ninety-nine percent. Um Okay, okay, we okay, yes. So getting this out of the way early. This film is a ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's try to ignore the, you know, like the just personally, you know. Yeah, no, I think it was I think it was a familiar plot line. I mean, I'll give them credit for trying to to mix it up a little bit but like you know if you look at the plot of the movie itself without the social overtones it's like we've seen this before you know it's a buddy buddy disney movie um it wasn't unenjoyable i thought it was really funny and all the animals are really cute um yeah oh, i enjoyed don't call it. them cute no, yeah, I, 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 you're not, you're not allowed. Ah, the animals racist, yeah. are aesthetically pleasing. So you would give this a, a fresh tomato as opposed to a rotten tomato? I would give it a fresh. If we're doing only fresh versus rotten, yes, I would give it a fresh tomato. Delaney. If it's pass, fail, it passes. Yes. Delaney, <laughs> what did you think of Zootopia? I loved this movie. I thought it was great. I mean, yeah, I mean, the mystery, like, some of the elements aren't, like, super unique, but I just really enjoyed the movie, and it was so pretty, and I've gotten to the point where it's, like, I'm gonna see a Disney movie, and it's either gonna—I'm either gonna love it, or I'm just gonna be like, I hate everyone. I hate everyone who likes this movie, and I just hate everything. This is in the first group of—I thought this movie was fantastic. It—I've also been following this movie for a really long time. Like, I was waiting for this movie to come out. I was like, I'm gonna go see it. I'm really excited about it. So, and it. I exceeded all my expectations for it. I was not expecting it to be as good as it is. And it's just, like, the animation is just so great. And I think it does some a few things that, like, I don't know, there's some surprising moments in the film that I just really enjoyed. Nice. So very much a fresh tomato from Delaney. So, too fresh too tomato. Fre- yeah, that's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> Sam, what did you, fresh or rotten tomato on Zootopia? Okay. I don't even like tomatoes, number one. <laughs> I had tomatoes on the side with my omelet this morning. Tomatoes We're gonna rate this by apples because I okay. Love how many apples out of five <laughs> apples? Out of five? No, there's fresh and rotten apples. Okay, uh, fresh rotten apple. Like an apple, apple or a worm apple? Okay, a- 
apple or does the apple have a worm or not? Yes or no? No. Okay. I, I, oh my god, it was an okay movie. I agree with Miles' points that it's a plot that we've seen before, and definitely didn't feel unique, and definitely not worth a ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, I, it was it was a good movie. There were like I'm like honestly I'm surprised Disney produced it instead of DreamWorks because it's a very DreamWorks. It does feel like a DreamWorks movie. movie. Yeah. 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 So. That's yeah. It was it was not a bad way to spend an hour and a half. I I would agree. I'm I'm I more just towards like Sam's wow. Racism. Wow, yeah. I'm more towards <laughs> yeah. the wow, uh, the Sam and Mel side. I guess the middle inning side. I am also a fresh tomato. I enjoyed it. Um, however, <laughs> this movie is incredibly blunt. Um, Out of context. Th- this is like very similar to my opinions on Inside Out. Like it's good, not great. It has great messages, but it's just way too blunt in how it delivers them, and it doesn't achieve any sort of like um, past the service level storytelling for me. So enjoyable, but um, I would say nothing like incredible. Although we'll get into that, and you see, we have four of us, and we all gave it a positive review. That's why this film is a ninety nine percent, not because it's incredible, just <laughs> uh. because everyone generally likes films like this, right? So that's not necessarily a measure of the quality. It's just like. Will you like it? And this is says with 99% certainty, probably, right? So, um, so okay, Zootopia. I mean, I feel like we're, I don't know. It's, it's, so this, it sounds... it's, this movie's like, okay, this movie, the unique thing about this movie is how it's, it's, ta- it's taking on of stereotypes right um the entire movie is like overcoming stereotypes it's a uh, allegory it's a satire for our society allegory within probably closer to a satire i guess but um within uh within the context of this animal world where um the animals have iphones and and predators she had a literal iphone she just had it yeah it was just they're just us they just live our lives where there's uh this is what dinosaurs should have they have dinosaurs should have done (laughs) i don't think good dinosaur being in this location would have made would have made it better yes but this is what i was looking for a little bit more than farming dinosaurs actually no that's a lie because i was it was literally dinosaurs as us you were looking for shakira as a gazelle named gazelle (laughs) oh my god that was Gazo. so ridiculous. That was when, so great. When has Secure, Secure been relevant other than like 2003 and 2006? Secure is always FIFA. relevant, Sam. Come on. Secure is always relevant. That is I disagree, but... Why is her name Gazelle? No one else's name is their animal name. Um, Judy yeah, what? Okay, but that's not Judy a bunny. Hops. That's not rabbit. Judy. What if Hatt- there was a? What was it? What if there was a human? Maybe that's her. Um, Six her age first name. Name's human. She's just a Gazelle. Maybe in real life she's like Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> Kanan Gazelle is actually Cindy. So let's start from this angle. So is he Kanan? Kanan. You meant Kanan. <laughs> oh. That's what oh. I said. Okay. Kind of like Kanan. So let's start from this angle. My my. Don't make fun of my accent. One of my big points on um Inside Out was basically like this is like. People are going to find this like revolutionary or the types of people who rarely think about their mental states. Like this is like a movie about mental illness for people who rarely think about this. Do you think that Zootopia is a movie about like prejudice and stereotyping for people who aren't like uh, social justice advocates? No, because some of those are very stereotypical jokes. Like they were referencing things that people like know as stereotypes. Like when she was like the token bunny thing and. She's like, you can't, like, oh, we can call each other cute, but you can't. Like, that's things that people know a lot, I feel like, that come up a lot. I don't I don't think it 
it scratches too deep below the surface than that. So let's, okay, let's take this point. So I'm going to read a section of a review by Scott Renshaw in the Salt Lake City Weekly. Uh, one of the two, one of the two negative oh reviews God. of this movie. Shocking. <laughs> I read Salt Lake City. It's actually like a pretty, I think it's a very intelligent, like progressive themed um, review. He, he makes, he basically makes your point. So let's read this. Uh, Scott says, it's even more confusing when it starts to feel like Zootopia is working against its own message to get easy laughs. One extended sequence is set at the animal equivalent of the DMV, which is staffed entirely by slow moving sloths. This is a de- decent enough idea until you realize that it's based on a stereotype. This kind of animal has one particular kind of character trait and every one of them is the same the same notion pops up when judy takes advantage of the fact that all wolves start howling when they hear one howl for a movie built entirely around don't judge an animal animal by its species there's also plenty of a leopard can't change its spots yeah do you agree with that yeah i mean it didn't have defined rules for where it was going to draw the line on on that kind of thing you know well, what it's I mean? Kind of the like, thing with in, well, it's kind of in general with a lot of like this is just I think a lot of what we have problems with most Disney films or actually storytelling in general is that we will flesh out like two or three characters and then the rest of them are just whatever. And so in this case, they are just boiled down to their being animals. Like when we complain about this, and we're like, oh, there's the token gay character, and they're just there because they're gay. They don't have anything else to them. It's how the sloths and the wolves function. Though we did have that sloth at the it's, end of the movie. Oh yeah, he was back. He was driving really fast. <laughs> That's why um, it's called Flash. They okay. I should like say, hold on, hold on. They hold back on. themselves into a corner though with that though, because it was like, oh, we've ruined the possibility of making jokes about the fact that certain animals behave certain ways in our world by making it within their world like a stereotype so i feel like they just ignored it when they wanted to a little bit to make the jokes i'm gonna say we're getting into spoilers now i forgot to say this in the video oh oh my god spoilers i think it's obvious that there's gonna be spoilers yeah i mean no but sometimes when we do movie reviews i have a spoiler free section so we can say if you listen until now that's fine you didn't really spoil anything major so just spoilers starting that was a trailer scene well, we said it something yeah, at the it end, but it was just like a joke that happened at the end. That's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's this question, like, I mean, this is kind of a, I don't know if we should start with this, but the question is like, does the movie that's like super anti-stereotype just stereotype in, in its own movie? And the answer is, I think is certainly yes. I think that clearly this movie, uh, uh, in, in, indulges in some of the stereotypes that it's trying to work against. And it does. And I also think that it's kind of just making fun of its own message sometimes. Like one of my most problematic scenes. And oh, there's the, there's that word problematic. One of the most oh, problematic. I'm the Tumblr guy in this podcast. So uh, the most. I'm the yep. Tumblr guy. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Speaking of problematic. Right. <laughs> uh, me or the Tumblr? Tumblr. Oh, okay. So. Tumblr. Uh, so uh, the, the scene uh, in towards the beginning of the movie where. Uh, Judy is talking to who's the lion guy? Um, the mayor. Uh, Tenzin. Not Tenzin. Um, other the other big cat. <laughs> the receptionist. Oh, the cheetah guy. Cheetah. What's his? I don't the know. Chubby Clawhauser. 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 Okay. That's his name. Clawhauser. Sure. So she's talking to him. And, yep. The donut. And, and he called the donut guy, and he calls her cute, and she's like, "A bunny can call another bunny cute, but when someone else does it, right? Like, uh, and uh." It's it's like, what's the point of this line, right? So, it's it's it that feels like they're making fun of the 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 presence of like how the the function of the n word within our society, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I felt like this was not a progressive line. That this was like a 
stereotypes are bad, but some people, you know, like some people, right? Like it's, it's, it's like some people take this too far and are super silly. Like uh, those, those social justice warriors like that, that felt like on that side of the spectrum for me, that line. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of, that's kind of how Judy's character function is that functions is that at every point she is one who is like, I mean, she's literally, literally the affirmative action bunny in the police department and she's fighting like prejudice on her own the entire film. But then she also, and then of course, over the course of the film, she also was like, I'm, I'm not too good about this either. And so like, I think that's like part of like the function of her character. Because like towards the end of the film, it's a bit different. Yeah, well, certainly she has her own growing arc, which I appreciated. But, um, and I'm not saying that this line, there's anything wrong taking this line at surface value. Like, if 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 in the mythology of the world you want to have bunnies, only bunnies can call bunnies cute. I'm absolutely fine with that, right? Like, the problem is, I it's the movie says it in a way that they're like making fun of it. Clearly. Well, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke scene. Yeah. I mean, so I, I like and, and this is in the same light as a lot of other stereotypes being seen as jokes. Right. Like the sloth thing. Um, just uh, they make they get you could you could question whether this film has feminist problems, too. Um, they once once uh, well, the fox at one point is like bunnies are emotional and there's a bunny bad driver joke. Right. Like like they're making and that, neither of those had to do with like the her being a bunny but they're 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 like making jokes about stereotypes while also condemning stereotyping so i i don't know if i got like a super progressive feel from the movie at the end yeah i mean i think they just they ignored in places where they wanted to ignore it the kind of rules of the mythology of their world and like what the analog is for racism there and it's like well you know they it's, it's yeah. I mean, like they basically because the the funny thing in here is say take away all this all the racism aspects and we're just watching a movie about animals as us. Like the funny thing here is how like they're acting as humans, but they're still acting as animals. You know, like that's like a joke people make a lot with anthropomorphic animals. Um, so that's like the main humor you get from this kind of animation. And the point here was to take that and turn it into like you know, their analog for racism, like stereotypes in the animal world. So you've lost like basically the point of making animals anthropomorphic, if that makes sense, like in terms of like culturally, like what we've seen in films and TV. So I don't know. I think they just kind of backed themselves into a corner and it ended up a little bit not great, Bob. I mean, I, th- th- not great. <laughs> I, mean, I agree with that, like that uh, it's a function of the narrative and the, cho- the choices behind the basic uh, premise of the film. But I don't really care um, too much. Like, I, like, yes, the reason that we all that we end up like having these we're indulging in stereotypes at the same time as we're condemning them is probably because of the premise of the film. But like, that's just a choice they made. So like, given that, you know, I, I still think that they're making a choice. Like you can work around this, I feel like, if you really want to, but it doesn't seem like they, they're, they, it seems like they actively want to make these types of jokes at some point. You know, well, yeah. it seems like, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, okay, this is a Disney movie. Okay. And they're, they're like, okay, we want to talk about this, but we don't really want to talk about it. It's a kid's movie. We have to like, do this, this, and this to like, and also they're like, okay, we can have a line like this, but if we don't play it off as a joke, it's going to be bad. Like that's how they feel about it. I mean, it's not right, but that's what they're doing. Uh, like I feel like they want. It's like they wanted to make this movie, but they didn't want to make this movie a hundred percent. So they just like kind of went at it at like a weird angle. And you would blame like it being a Disney film. I don't necessarily buy that. No, no I don't see like a Disney film. Like any, I mean, it wouldn't matter who made this film. It would kind of end up like this because 
it's a topic that no one wants to talk about. And so we're going to come at it as a joke. So, like, okay, we're being serious about this, kind of, but we're going to laugh about it. So, like, it's not that awkward. Ha, 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 ha. Like, that's what, that's what they're doing. Ha, ha, this is literally ha, how discussions ha. about racism go, is because no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's kind of like they, they talk about it and then they hop off of it really quick. Yeah. So here's, like, the big, I guess, one of the big criticisms, or from a progressive stance, is, like, the movie, I feel like this this movie's viewpoint, or at least that's how I what I took away from it is that it wants to condemn stereotyping and it wants people to be like open to overcoming like quote unquote natural roles. But I also feel like it, it, it like doesn't get past these natural roles for people. Like I, I feel like the movie by indulging in stereotypes doesn't really say everyone's the same. It just says, yeah, everyone is different, but, uh, we're like advanced enough that we can not treat ourselves as different. But I think the problematic part with that is that the everybody is different. I mean, yes, everyone is different and we should embrace diversity. Right. But the the thing is like, uh, it's, it's like everyone is not necessarily, it's, it's like, she doesn't necessarily, okay. Uh, here's a related point. Um, if you want to go in this direction, one of the biggest problematic aspects, there's a problematic again, of this film is that uh, the, pre- the, uh, the aspect of predators and prey. So if you want to make this a satire for our world, it's very easy to see um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Jenny Slate uh, sheep at the end of the film. <laughs> Mrs. Jenny Slate. Mrs. Uh, John Ralphio uh, sister. Oh my god. At, uh, in, Mona Lisa. Yeah, Mona Lisa Saverstein. In, Saverstein. In, uh, at the end of the film saying uh, that it's like she's like the Republican politician, right? So she, she wants to create unrest among the majority and turn them against the minority in order to um, in order to like gain power, right? So that's that's a very very progressive view of how our how Republicans function in society, and my view as well. Like if you, but like if you're the Zodiac killer, like, <laughs> like yeah, we were discussing Ted Cruz before this. Presidential candidate if you, if Zodiac you disagree, killer. If you disagree with that view, I'm not necessarily trying to preach here, right? I'm just saying I feel like that's if you're gonna. Uh, I do believe that, but I, I mean, that I, he's the no, not that Ted Cruz. I do not believe <laughs> that, that Ted Cruz is Zodiac. Zodiac. I do believe that that is that Republicans function. But if you don't, I'm not trying to preach as Zodiac killers. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Okay. But like, anyway. I feel like that's what the allegory is. It's the it's the type of uh, politician that turns the majority against the minority in order to in order to gain the votes of the majority and gain power, right? So yes. so let's extend that allegory, right? So then the prey the the prey are the white people and the predators are the minorities. So the problem with this is that, uh, is the associations between uh, civilized prey and like predator minorities, savage. They call they use the word savages in the movie. Oh, yeah. So I feel like, and I don't necessarily think that the movie has any surface level intention of saying anything like this, but it, the problem is if you're using this as an, is a, I don't know if allegory is the right word. Like, if you're using this as a parallel, because it, to me, it clearly is watching the film, and it could just be my perspective. But, um, like, then you end up with the with the notion that um, yes, uh, the minorities are predators, but uh, they're capable of acting uh, the same of uh, living among among the prey, even though their natural instinct would be to eat them, right? Mm. Uh, so that's super disturbing if you look at it that from that perspective. Uh, well, they do. I mean, it's funny though, like in the movie, how it functions because 
there is that one part in the film where she's like, oh, it's a biological component, which is like, oh my god, okay, we're talking about eugenics in this kid's movie, wow. But then, it turns out that, no, it's just the sheep, like, doing this to people. Right, so it does reject it. It to a certain extent rejects this notion. But, like, they're still predators. Yeah. It's like, it's not like they're just two different, it's not like they're just two different (laughs) types of people. There's still predators and there's prey, right? Like, it doesn't escape this. Like, I feel like that's a big problem with this message. Well, I think, well, it's, I don't necessarily, I, for me, I don't think it's so much as the problem with the messages. It's a problem with the characterization of the entire film because it's like they, they're like, okay, have animals. What are we going to do with them? We have to create this conflict. What are we going to do? Like, we can't okay, just do, again, like, yeah, I elephants versus monkeys. We have to. I understand that it's the framing of the uh, of the way that they built up the, the purpose of the. Were there monkeys? I don't know. There weren't monkeys. No, there weren't any sapiens. That's because it's like, how would you explain humans not walking around? Yeah. yeah. So no let's get into people. our uh, crazy after we get into this. Uh, Were there bugs at all? After we get past world? this pro- I don't think progressive so. discussion. No, it's literally just mammals. Like they say that, that it's just mammals. Oh. Which I've alienated half the audience. Then we will get to our crazy thing. It's like, where are the humans, right? So that's alienated get to, like, the, uh, the uh, all, all Zodiac as, killers. No, no one's. St- oh, oh, so now all Republicans are Zodiac killers. Maybe. Your, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, obviously, this is just a very, like, surface-level, shallow way to approach the topic. My point my uh, point to Delaney would be, like, don't excuse this with, like, the film's premise, because they made the premise. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it's that, not an excuse, but they do, I mean, the thing is, it the film makes an effort to be, like, LOL, they're not, act, like, they didn't actually go savage, like, it's, it's this sheep that made it happen. They were on meth. Do you think that... The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mel, do you think that that's like the, this is like something I can criticize the film for, or this is just my interpretation? I mean, it depends on whether or not the film is reacting to what it's doing. If that makes sense, like it's aware of it. So your criticism is like the the premise of of the biological component and saying like in the use of the word savage and predator and prey and the like. Are is that like what you're? Well, so here, I guess it's more of a problem with the premise. So here's the problem. You you have a film about uh, diversity and um, and not stereotyping and inclusion, and yet you make the different types of people in the film to be like a predator prey relationship as opposed to an equal relationship. Like it's a, it's it's very it makes it makes the the parallels to our society very messy. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can see that, but I also like. I mean, the point of the tension is like that this is the way their world functions and it's not really a direct parallel. I'd say it's closer to an allegory because it's like... So do you think it's like unfair of me to make it a direct parallel? Um, I mean, no, if that's how you're reading it, I think I would consider it more of an allegory because things weren't completely parallel. I mean, when I look at something like this, an allegory is saying, is basically saying something... It's... It's it's, we're, we're it's an t- allegory in the sense the reason it's an allegory and not a parallel situation is because it has a moral and that's the point of allegories is that you reach a moral by creating a extended metaphor. So in that sense, it is an allegory. So like we can transfer the message, but we shouldn't uh, equate the we equate the foundation. Yeah, it's not a perfect. Yeah, I do think that's what the film it's is it, trying to. to it's do. like it's like transferring it instead of making a mirror image transferring i yeah that's a good way of putting it so like like delaney said they kind of uh, overcome the premise to a certain extent with the with their with their message right so mm-hmm. um 
I, I think that uh, the way to look at it would be as as a, as an allegory and not a direct parallel. I agree. Uh, that being said, that I, I, I think it's the, like the, the parallel, the, par- like the <laughs> parallel part. I think it's just more of the visual aspect, like of how they live and like they have iPhones and like city, and it's more of like getting comfortable with the allegory. Oh, good point. Really oh, good point. I'm just, <laughs> I'm justified <laughs> in my. Uh, oh my god. My no, I'm not. I'm not no, that's I'm what the lady's saying. The lady's saying I'm justified. No. I know what I'm saying is like the parallel is in the visual, but like in the actual message and like what's actually going on in the film is the allegory. It's not my like, fault they have that this... I'm drawing a parallel when they use iPhones in the movie. Like, come on. Well, it's the visual. It's the oh. visual, like becoming comfortable with the allegory because like we've all, I mean, we've all seen like films where animal, like there aren't people and they're just animals. How so, do like, the animals with hooves use iPhones? That's. <laughs> Did we? I like, mean, how does the bunny? We've use seen it? a goat. There was a goat with an iPhone. <sighs> he was, was fine. Anyway, back to like this year's discussion. I, I, I do feel like <laughs> the movie encourages parallels between humans when it anthropomorphizes the animals to such an extent. That's that would yeah, be kind of point. On a on a case by case basis, I think you can say, yeah, this is a parallel. And that's a parallel. Overall, I would say it's meant to be read as an allegory, not as a direct. I do parallel, agree that it's what's meant, to which be. is why a lot of it doesn't completely match up i mean you know you've only basically the way it sets up is if you've got i mean i suppose it does in the sense like you've got one majority and one minority but it's i don't it's not as diverse as our world i feel like even with the different types of predators and otter is not a predator i just want to point that out (laughs) otters are predators aren't they because they eat like fish and stuff well everybody's a predator to somebody They eat, like, well, no, that's the thing is, like, like bunnies, they, it's, it's honestly, like, carnivores versus herbivores, like. Do they, like, is that, like, true don't... about all the, about all the prey that we saw? Are they all herbivores? Uh, I think for the, for the most part, it's me recalling every, all of the, all Yeah, the not that saw, I, like, I can't think of any predators. Eaten by well, that's literally the definition of predator versus prey, like, predator feeds well, on other animals, prey don't. The movie, yeah, the movie simplifies might... it, because some things are, like, predators to some things, but prey others right so it's a simplification yeah so a more yeah you're right a more appropriate label would be carnivores and herbivores yeah yeah um uh okay so yeah i don't know i it's it, that bothered me a little bit honestly as i was watching so it's not just that's not just like i'm picking problems with the progressive message that did honestly bother me as i was watching um so let's talk about the positives of the message right because <laughs> uh instead of me just ranting about things that no one else thinks about so um not to give myself that much credit i just think that oh okay <laughs> that's a negative statement not a positive one i don't even know what you're talking about anymore Dylan. well the actual i mean i have an issue with like my issues with the term savage if it's indeed a parallel that's the like problem all over right so we get past yeah. the savage parallel by making by, by saying that it's not a parallel it's just a, it's just a transfer of the, the moral not well they, i mean at, at least in the film they're like they're not actually savage. It was literally they just made it happen. This isn't actually happening. It's not real. It's not. Do you think true. That there's problem with like civilized versus savage in that regard? Well, certainly because there's so much like white hero complex wrapped up in civil in being mm-hmm. civilized, mm-hmm. and it's like in white man's burden. Like that's literally all that's wrapped up in. So that I mean, it's very. And Disney has a history has a history of doing this. Like we, I mean, there are many films where we have like. Which is, it's honestly kind of funny that we have now, Disney now is doing a film about this when we can go and watch older films that Disney has made. Because Disney's very much, you know, of the times. Yeah. I, I do think you could time. you could definitely draw race problems with this movie. This is a problem about, like, uh, about, like, racism and prejudice with um, 
two white leads uh, voicing the main characters, written by white oh, well, directed well, yeah, by the, white people. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a, something we should certainly talk about. Like, well, I would say, despite the white voice actor, like Judy is presented as a non-white character throughout the film. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not good with this type of thing, but like. Well, I mean, she's we literally like, like she's the affirmative characters? action bunny. Like codifying as like a race, right? Yeah. yeah no, she yeah. is the affirmative action bunny, right? Like that's the thing. In like well, in her affirmative dialogue, action re- refers to more than just race as well. Yeah. Right. So. But it's just like, and, and when we're talking about like the way she interacts Tumblr, Tumblr with inserts other characters. white women are the most uh, are the most beneficiaries of affirmative action, right? So okay, yes, continue. But like, like the way she interacts with characters, like, argue you can argue that Judy is not presented in the film as white uh yeah i mean i do think like people it's it's easy to ignore uh the voice actors but that's a major component like yeah no it's hard that's probably the biggest component in terms of codifying uh race in terms in in an animated film characters yeah yeah. um no like i think that's probably like why why isn't judy voiced by uh like uh, a black woman right like i don't really understand i mean help i mean the her boss is voiced by idris elba True, but so, like, but he's know. antagonistic. So like, that's what I told people. Minor character. <laughs> he's not really a minor character. Like not he's great, quite Bob. Are you just are you offended that I called Idris Elba a minor character? No, I'm in just anything. Saying, like, there. Yes, actually. <laughs> well, his character in this is also antagonistic. Like that's not great. I mean, he, he comes. You know, he comes. His character is like a racist in the beginning. A yeah, bunny but, racist. Yeah, he, yeah, a bunny racist. Yeah. I'm glad so that, that we that like that the word is bunny and not rabbit because bunny is so much cuter. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to this. Let's talk about how cute uh, Judy is, the main character. She's cute. She's adorable. Yeah. She's like this. She's like a foot tall, maybe. Her. Yeah. What I love is like her like athletic outfit when she's going to the city. Like, she's got a little bulletproof vest too. Oh, she was. Yeah. No. Her her like police outfits a plus. No, the cutest was when she <laughs> was shooting? when she like went back home and she had like uh. Oh, her like the butt part dancer out. or whatever. The little guy before he turned... Well, he was still pretty cute, but when he was pretending to be um, Nick's son and he put on the <laughs> elephant outfit. Yeah. Yeah. It was adorable. Um, Nick Wild with an E at the end, so it's ooh. not quite... Yeah. It's not quite... Oh, I was gonna say, why did uh, oh if if like if her voice didn't change between the first ten minutes and like afterwards, I would have no idea that she grew up, that she like grew up. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of bunny racist, but she looked the same. Well, well, yeah, what are you trying to say, Dylan? <laughs> she looked the same. It's because she's like a foot tall. Yeah, no, she was like even cuter when she was younger too, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was really funny. Like they made jokes about like how many siblings she had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. As she was leaving, it was like popular. Oh yeah, he made a joke about that she's good at multiplying. Yeah. No, she made the joke. Have... Someone made the joke. Maybe yeah, she did. She was like, "We're good at multiplying," and then that's the part where he's like, "Oh, I didn't catch the that." Guy that you th- the guy you think is funny, like busts out laughing, is like, "You got hustled and like left." Uh, she, like, taxed where's the other siblings? Why aren't they with mom and dad? They are. They're working on. The they f- are with mom and dad. Are they? I didn't see them. They were at the train station full of bunnies. That's all of her siblings. (laughs) Nope. Didn't catch that. Okay. 
there were, was a bunch there of were, the trailer. Did you watch the movie? This movie just went over my head, okay? It was very complicated, and I didn't understand. Very deep. Uh, <laughs> like, this is like Mabel's sweater times 12. You didn't see any of Okay, let's let's put this out there. Several, I'm not going to tell you which of us, but several of us were watching on a cam version, which was not... Um, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was, but there was some of... That is illegal, who sir. didn't see it, so that's why I missed it, okay? Let's just, let's just be that. That's not why you missed it, because... This end of the end... end as someone who... <laughs> has no idea Are you implicating how you yourself? watched it or that... how I watched it. Okay. I will say that I think you could visually make out the multitude of bunnies at the train just, station. No, you're right. It was just a cop. Oh my god, Dylan Okay, let's talk about uh, Nick. Um, Jason Bateman but, uh, Fox, right? Yeah. Zuko. Z- he's Zuko. Not, no, Mako. he's not Zuko because he has so much more personality. Let's be clear. Mako. <laughs> It's Mako because he is. Mako, like, to even more of an extent, right? So, um... He's a detective. What do we think of this? No, but I like oh, him God, he is a detective. I don't like Mako at the end of Korra. There's a difference. What do we think of the, uh, uh, this character? He's, like, the jaded soul who's, like, sees the light and, sure. like, like, uh, everything's, like, not so bad. Yay. Right. That's well, it's inter- well, it's sure. interesting, though, because they present his character as someone where he actually, at one point, wanted to be something other than what he is. Yeah. And it was, and they presented it as as a situation. Like, it's not like, and it's and he really didn't have a choice. And I actually think that's one of the more compelling parts of this film is, which, because what irritates me about the film is, like, the song that's like, try. It's like, some people can try, and they won't get anywhere because of how society is. And so what this movie does with Nick is that at, there's a situation that actually, like, limits him from, like, doing what he wants to do. And, like, it's about your, like, it's not really necessarily about your choices. It's, like, sometimes life throws you a certain way and it's not your fault. Yeah, no, I actually think he's pretty well characterized. Um, I think this 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 is the character type of character that I hate and he is pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> did you hate, did you hate Jason Bateman, Sam? I I generally like Jason Bateman. I think I liked him in Juno. Uh, Juno? He was he wasn't Juno. Who's he in Juno? He was gross in Juno. He was a That's he was a predator. Oh, he was yeah, the exactly. oh yeah yeah okay I remember. He was also a predator. He was in the Juno. Let, let me rephrase that. Yeah, yeah. he was no, he was that. also J.K. Simmons was also in Juno. <laughs> yes, he was. We need to talk. I okay. just, I just like Juno a lot. That's one of my favorite movies. When I was younger, how would you compare Juno to murdering someone? They are incomparable because they're not the same at all. (laughs) Let's talk about other than a few cast members. Just one of your ploys to gain more. Speaking of ploys, let's talk about this. I mean, not speaking of that. That was a terrible. That wasn't clever because you were just alluding to the same thing I'm alluding to. So, J.K. Simmons, uh, Mayor Lion, who finally uh, gains his power, right, as Delaney said, (laughs) and his mayor. One of his ploys, yes. It was one of his ploys. They succeeded. So, what do we think of J.K. Simmons, Mayor Lion? I don't know. I like lions. Uh, Lions are my favorite animal. Is is, uh, is there any comparison between Steven Universe, Lion, and uh, (laughs) J.K. Simmons, Mayor? Right over my head. There's not a, at all. You see, Mel, there's a lion in... Okay, no, it's not. Dylan, not all right. lions are the same. Oh, I yeah. Right? I was, I was lion. hasn't shown me yeah, now who's being racist. I was lion stereotyping, you're right. I'm going to look so. up this lion in Steven Universe. Tumblr hasn't shown And me. the lion in Steven Universe is a lot better than the J.K. Simmons lion, but I don't really have a problem with the J.K. Simmons lion. So, I basically watch everything through Tumblr. There's not really any... There's no need for me to watch anything ever again. <laughs> I, there's, there's... Well, like, with the, with, with the mayor, it's like... 
you kind of you don't like him because he's like mean to the sh- to the sheep. But then at the end of the movie, you're like, well, the sheep wasn't that nice sheep. either. And you have the gay sheep, and you're like, what? And then and then of course there's the scene in the lab. And you're like, oh my god, the mayor's terrible. But then he was just, and then it's they make a joke about it at the end too, where he's like, yeah, it was it was just the classic doing the right doing the right thing, like do like doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Like they make a joke about it at the end. It's like, can you even hate the lion? Like that's not even classic. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody ever doing that. Um, I mean, he was just like the the stand-in political figure. Yeah. Some might say the Zodiac Killer. Well, let's talk I mean, about... He was, uh, he was just a red herring. Like, there wasn't anything to him. Let's talk about gay sheep. Why do you think sheep is uh, gay? She's she was all, all over Judy. Judy. All over yeah. Judy. yeah, but it was like... Constantly it was fake, though, at the end. Yeah, but like, at the end... No, but she, she, she like, really liked her, though. She was on her side. Yeah, no, she was gonna, like... She, was, she, was, she wasn't gonna do anything to her at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you think that this was, like, a... Uh, this was the true love story of the film? Yes. And then her 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 neighbors who are also in a homosexual relationship. Yes, <laughs> it's true. The two dudes. What, what were they? What, were they wolves? I don't even. Like antelopes. Know. They were really tall. Whatever they were. Oh, why is there like I I understand why everybody is like bipedal in this universe, but bipedal. Like, yeah, bipedal. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but like, why? Giraffes are like super well, tall. Well, if you think about it from an evolutionary standpoint. No. Shut up. <laughs> no, well, that's not. The fact that we started walking on two legs is the reason that we got so intelligent because we were able oh. to increase brain space essentially no, because all of our bodies were growing. No so, realistic our- evolutionary timeline leads us to this film. Oh my god, shut up. So no, that's like an anthropological thing is like when humans stood up yes. that's when they they began to become more intelligent and that's why we're the only things as like with this is where I draw the line at overanalyzing this film, right? Oh no, but they stand upright. It makes sense. And not anything upright, earlier. They're smart. They're all standing upright, so now they're smart. You think that that's why they made that decision? No, of course not. <laughs> Say, this is what you could say, though. Okay. Sam had a question. I had an answer. It doesn't mean yeah. the same answer. Let's, let's talk about this uh, main friendship between Jake and Nick. So, who here ships it? No, no. Let's go no. around the table. Mel, do you ship no. it? No. no. Sam, do you ship it? No. Lainey, do you ship it? There's a post on Tumblr that sums up my feelings. I'm going to go look them up Nick right now. He's a lesbian and Nick is gay. That's gonna... how I feel about this movie. I'm going to go look them up right now on Archive of Our Own. No, Mel. Here I go. I was joking because none of us ship straight ships, right? So obviously we're not going to ship I was actually the tag them. and there's a lot less romantic fan art that you think Zootopia. I was actually. Utopia. I saw, I saw a Tumblr post that was like, uh, relationships. Tumblr, Tumblr usually. Boom, 13 like, fix. Why are these people straight? Why is there a straight romance? And then, like, Zootopia. Uh, why is isn't there Why isn't there a straight romance? Because I read Judy and the Sheep on the relationships in here. Who's not writing fan fiction? Uh, Mel, it's your, it's, your time is now. Mel, this movie just came out. Wow, well, ew, no, why is it rated mature? <laughs> <laughs> no. Mel, do you want to tell us this uh, headline you found that related? No. Oh, wait, the the one about the, in Portland, <laughs> where 23 people were arrested, the, um, the, the furry. <laughs> wait, no, no, we can't say that. Oh, okay, hold on. I thought that, yeah. You asked me. Yeah, uh, let's go through. Oh, there's one called Turning Savage. I'm not but sure don't worry, it's rated G. Bleep out. But... Okay, that's that's good. See, you can that's just bleep out the word. Ah, <laughs> oh, I said it again. 
<laughs> yeah, that was the problem. I'll leave in the other one. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, fishes are not, are not shameful, you know? That's no what, strings attached. That's what that's oh, what boy. Yeah. So, uh, no, we're not chipping them. And do they say love the word love at the end? You can no, love your like it's you can. I say this. I don't I personally, like, but <laughs> thanks. No, I love Appreciate you. It. Anyway, and then like they play, and and of course the entire point of the film is that like a bunny and a fox can be friends, even though like yeah, but you see, but Delaney, you see, they say the word love. Starcraft, Starcraft. Uh, we can be like the straights and be like, oh, they're such good friends. <laughs> yeah. the animal pals. They're such good friends. They're There's not a kiss. We can do this. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're legitimizing it by saying that. It's not, the movie is not presenting. Our- yeah, everyone knows that gal pals secretly means something else. But they didn't hold hands, so it's No, okay. the movie is really not presenting a romance. Okay. They did hug. It's not a romance at all. They hugged. Oh, God. Yeah, no, like, I've been, I've, I guess I've been, like, critical of the film so far, but, I, but like, I think Judy's a sod character, Nick's a sod character, and their friendship is really good. Um, I really love the scene, like, under the bridge. Like, it's so great. Under the bridge? It's such a good scene. Oh, when he records on her stupid... She's <laughs> such a jerk. Yeah. I love the pin in the movie, too. Like, it's so oh. silly. Oh, okay. Can I talk about how flimsy I thought that whole, like, conflict between them was? Sure. Because I thought it was really flimsy. Oh, sure. There's a this, this, Elaborate. Okay, so remember at the press conference when, uh, what's her face, Judy is like, uh, the bi- biological predisposition to being savage and eating Ow. things, and then Nick has just this like flash of him in a muzzle, and suddenly he's all like mad, like, yeah. uh, Judy thinks I'm gonna be that way. I don't know. I thought that was super like flimsy and not a good conflict to just have happen like. An that, honest, that honestly confused me. Like the flash, I mean, of, the flash of him and the muzzle. I was like, "Is it because they are muzzled? Does that make them savage?" Like foxes like, aren't even triggered. Like, foxes well, are they, not even predators. Foxes are cats. Well, it makes it makes sense. Like that. I mean, that's the only way that conflict could have happened. And honestly, I was really impressed with the fox spray because I thought that was going to be the big blow up. But no, he knew the whole time. Yeah, but I need pepper spray because I, I. In real life, I will get attacked by by pepper foxes. By no, <laughs> I mean I carry pepper spray. I don't. Um, but the thing, well, the thing is that it's specifically fox spray, fox tasers. So yeah, that is weird. So what? So the narrative. You all were talking about how it was like stereotypical, and yeah, I agree. But I feel like for me, like the biggest problem with the narrative of the film, it was not that it was bad. Like I feel like the. The inside out narrative in between, like the getting back to the place. Like, I feel like that's like worse than this narrative. But the problem is that this one, which moves so fast, like it just everything just happened fast in this film. And uh, especially, yeah, I felt the opposite. especially I in the middle, like I think at the end, once we got to the end, we slowed down. But everything just happened um, very quickly for me. Mm-hmm. I felt more like, I well, it had to happen fast. She had 48 fast. hours. It's true. Yeah. And I, and I don't think it, it like I didn't feel fast. There were several moments in the movie. Where I was like, OK, the movie's over, right? Like, there were several points where I was like, the movie's over. But they kept going, and it wasn't over. I don't know. It just, I felt more like, the the film felt longer to me than, like, it actually was. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's not really what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to say, like, uh... No, it's total, um, I actually have it right in front of me. I didn't, like, attach to anything that was You know what I'm about to say. Like, the the mystery plotline was, like, very surface level because we didn't spend more than two seconds. coming out of my mouth. Is it a hero's journey? You can try to (laughs) delay them. (laughs) Well, this is is kind of like what I said about finding... Shut up. 
Oh no, it's not you. It's this ad. I thought you were talking over my <laughs> Yeah, you, none of us were talking. Wow. Like, oh. <laughs> you're going to think you're insane. Which one of us did you think was talking with the ad? I thought it was you because it was a dude's voice. Oh. Um. So this is this goes back to like what I was saying on the Finding Nemo thing, where you've got this this thing that people ignore in the hero's journey cycle, where you actually get sting. like you shut up, you get your stuff on like the fifth step from the end like you it's the reward step and you get what you wanted but the return is still like um part of the story if that makes sense so like you take the story they set out their goal from the beginning was to find out the missing animals or find mr otter and they did but now they have to do the road back the resurrection return with the elixir they have to go through all the, the steps to to complete their journey now that they've achieved their goal but most stories nowadays will cut that out and just make the goal the end point. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's because like when they solve the problem, the other, the actual real problem. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, out. and that's what I was saying with Finding Nemo, because it's like we found Nemo, but then there's still some so you some think this movie like, issues. like subverted than typical thing? No, it didn't subvert it. It just the, the thing about that is that it's a more character based way to go about. Um, the like monomyth cycle because that's very based in like plot so by doing this and saying okay we've achieved the goal but that's not the end of the story you're saying there's still character things that have to be solved there which is why things like immediately blew up after like they found Mr. Otter and she was like biological component and Nick got sad so let's talk about our um, Judy you know being problematic herself right so uh, the the P word, Nicholas P. Wild. <laughs> the P word. Why is his middle initial P? Is it really? Yeah, that's what it says on that's, it. That's I thought it was E. I guess I missed Nicholas it. Nicholas P. Nick Wild. Wild. <laughs> With an E at the end. Because, yeah. You know, we're not. <laughs> not. Uh, he's not savage. He's. It's like. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, wild. Um. Yeah. So it's like. Uh. I. It's. What do we think of the main character not being just like a beacon of um, uh, of like. Of like more a moral beacon, she has she she doesn't escape this problem that she's like fighting for herself, and she has her own innate biases, right? So, and I think it's I think it's well developed throughout the film, um, because the beginning presents us this fox prejudice, and then it comes back, right? Um, and it's like even though she, and let that scene, I feel I feel like one of the most the more progressive scenes of the film is that she. Uh, is that they when they when their fight happens after uh, the, like the contrived uh, muzzle thing, and then um, then then she's uh, she's like, no, I don't think of you like that, and and then he like reaches and he like like fake attacks her, and then she like reaches for the fox spray, right? So it's like, and I feel like the movie was genuinely arguing that it doesn't matter uh, that like a legitimate prejudice is like your innate prejudices, like how you instinctually react, and that's like. It's like even though you're the most well-intentioned, like anti-racist person, like at your base, just because of the way this is society is, and that's not like her fault. It's how her parents raised her, right? And it's how just society presented it to her. She's still innately racist. Like I felt like the movie actually was trying to say that, and I kind of loved that because there's so many white people that'll just be like, "That's such crap," and you know, you're idiots. Like the whites. Like I'm. Like I'm on in terms of like views and intentions 
am like completely anti-racist, but I'm not going to ever claim that uh, I don't have any racism like at my no, at my base. Internalized, stuff. internalized, like and just uh, things that could come out uh, instinctually, just because I live in society, so, like, and that's that's how it, that's how it works. Um, and I like that's honestly like my favorite part of the movie in terms of progressive things that scene. Like, I really did think it was genuinely arguing that that's a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. Do I do, like, the other thing I, I like about the movie too, though, is that it rep- it showed kind of like a, like their particular brand of of racism or speciesism prejudice happened to like it happened on both sides, which is I feel like good for the internalizing aspect obviously it's very different in our world because of the way that you know society is structured but here it's like you know this is internalized and anyone can have these prejudices against someone else yeah i think that's problematic if you look at it from a direct parallel perspective yeah but no it um, is but like i I, I, yeah from what you're saying it works well uh well we're do you think that relates to what I just said about the... Well, it relates to what you said about the fact that, like, anyone can have internalized things. Like, on that stand front, I think it works okay. well because it's like, here's a character, the rabbit who... No, the bunny, who, um, you know, has these prejudices against her. The fox does, too. And they both show points where they, like, react on these prejudices that they think about each other. At the same time, though, that's not how racism works in Yeah, our... and I think that's the problem with turning yeah. it into, like, predator versus prey. Because then, like, any predator racism that you saw just feels icky uh, to a certain extent if you're, if you're drawing a direct parallel to our world. Delaney, do you have a comment on this earlier that I cut off? Um, I was... It was just about like the like you were talking about the scene in itself, and that mm-hmm. it's the fox spray that she's been carrying around the entire movie. Yeah, I assumed the big blow up was going to be Nick finding the fox spray. No, he knows about it the entire time, and I think that's like very powerful. And like this message that's going on is that like he like was putting up with it regardless until she until she said something that was so abhorrent that he finally had to be like no. Yeah, you're you're right. There's like he's like aware of like her innate racism the entire time. Yeah, and yeah, it's kind of the whole. It's like, oh, I'm friends with so and so. I'm not racist. It's like she's carrying around fox. Exactly, and it's like, and the fox spray, the carrying around fox spray is symbolic of the innate racism that it's like it doesn't matter if if it's the nicest like white friend, right? Like it's still there's still gonna be innate white friend TM. White friend TM. (laughs) White friend TM. I like it. It's it's like that person still yeah thinking of that makes me like the movie a lot more analyzing the scene. You know that's like, that yeah. the fox spray to me is like yeah. the most like subtle and pro- one of the most like clever things I've like seen in fox a film spray, like this. Like, spray, it's, she's not speciesist. She has a fox friend. Yeah, right. I mean I think that I, I still stand by my all previous stuff, but this kind of overrules a lot of them. Like this is more important. Like this is a movie that made by white people, voiced by white people, major roles that like je- treats like. Uh, innate racism uh, by whites like as a genuine like legitimate thing because just 95 percent of white people you'll see like don't would not acknowledge that that's a thing because far be it from them to like criticize themselves or admit to any like society problems right yeah uh so yeah i don't know just the 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 allegory of uh fox equals yeah internalized innate racism that's that's pretty awesome um what have we not talked about? Uh, talked about I know that. Yeah, we talked about Shakira. Uh, I mean, were there any like 
progressive. I mean, we can. She got like top billing if you look up this movie. Yeah, she did. It doesn't make sense. Jennifer Goodwin. No, Shakira. (laughs) Shakira, she did not get top billing. What do you? Shakira, Shakira. Higher billing than she needed to. I mean, she was like in the beginning of the film, I guess, right? Or when she gets. She was at the end. When she gets to the city, she's there at the end. Yeah. She's at a. Well, they had the. What was interesting? Like they had like the protest rally thing. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. What's the protest like, rally thing? Saw that. that was like, it, it was Cassell was at the rally and like, there, it was like, we shouldn't. <laughs> at the end? Like, in in no, the beginning. Was... The actual rally, not the remember. dance party that happened at the end of the movie. I don't remember this. Tell it's me. It's right after like the biological component speech, like, like the city tearing itself apart and they're having a rally and Gazelle's like, I just want like my city back. Oh yeah, no, not, that's like... not in the beginning. That's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, oh my God. Oh boy. That's what I said. Okay. Why do wolves howl? Like, in life? Both. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, what? Okay, so. (laughs) Are you, are you, yeah, so Shakira has more of a role than you would think, right? Shakira, Shakira. Well, I was just saying, I was just saying in particular, like, that scene was really interesting and, like, Especially given lie. like current climate, seeing a protest in like a film in a film for children is fantastic. Okay, let's briefly mention this. Um, this film is about police officers, right? Um, yes. And we don't really get into systematic like uh, prejudice in our, our justice system and stuff. Any nothing like that. The movie gets into. Does that uh, does that subvert? Like that's the biggest uh, like current issue uh, race thing, right? So does that does that subvert the movie's race message that? We just completely ignore that uh, all the police officers, where it's like all the police officers are good, right? And there's no problems here. Well, I mean, all the police officers aren't good. Like, Judy faces discrimination from her boss. True, but that's not like... No, it's not the point. I honestly think they just did the cop thing, which is this is a weakness of the movie, is that they just did the cop thing so she could solve a crime, like, so she could have solve a mystery. Which I don't really understand why they felt the need to do that. Like you can just have like Scooby Doo nonsense going on. But... Does her does her being does her discovering her own prejudice and her being a cop like does that get us anywhere? Um, I feel like they. Sh- I would have liked to have seen more pushing on that, yeah. considering yeah, where we are right now in society. <laughs> um, the fact that she realized that the f- like the first thing she does is she sees the fox and she like reaches for she her. Him. Yeah, she reaches for her her fox spray and follows him. Like, are you kidding me? That's like complete total. If you want to take it by case by case parallel, that's a total parallel to to what's going on today with um, cops. But they don't really broach that. Like, they broach it in the sense that yeah, like she's got some internalized racism, speciesism, what have you. But they don't broach it in the sense of like her acting on it. It's just the fact that she feels it and she feels bad. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's just like the one like it's like after it happens, she's like, "Wow, I'm a terrible person." Which also it sucks later too. Then because he actually was doing something shifty, so it's like, yeah. "Oh, you've ruined the point of the fact that she was like judging him by making it exactly what she thought yeah. it was." Yeah, the fox. Yeah, the fox in the beginning is another example of the confirming the playing into the tropes that they're trying to subvert yeah the races the stereotypes right like uh, they play into some of them to subvert them later but then like it takes a really long time to get to that point yeah like the entire film is so obvious and blunt which i know you guys have a problem with that for me when we're dealing with issues like this i feel like we need to be blunt especially since we literally don't talk about it but yeah I think yeah they just take 
long to get to the point. I can appreciate that on like a uh, it affecting a wide audience level, but in terms of how my, I'm going to react to it, right? Like I'm just a yeah. film that's more subtle. I'm obviously going to enjoy more because it'll be more uh, whatever, you know, that goes along with being subtle. Yeah. Just it doesn't it doesn't have the problems of this being this over. But I do appreciate the effect that hopefully this has on society, as I did with Inside Out. OK, let's do it uh, in term in instead of in lieu of like rating. I thought let's do a round of like a better or worse than us than another animated film. Oh, we'll do a few what, what's the minions? No, not minions. <laughs> obviously, this is better. OK, like wait a minute. Wait a minute. When are we watching the B movie? Yeah. Ignoring Someday. that. Wreck-It Ralph. Better is this movie better or worse than Wreck-It Ralph? Mm. Oh, why are you doing this to me? I was actually oh, not this... a big fan of Wreck-It Ralph. So I sure. love Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, this is going to hurt me. I don't know. This is hard. So you you think this is better, Mel? I'm going to say it's better, yeah. Decide. Oh, I... Because of, like, the message is more important, and, like, I think they do it a little bit better, I think this is better than Wreck-It Ralph. But you hurt me! Sam? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I was thinking about Record Ralph. This is by the uh, one of the co- one of the co-directors of this is by. I don't. Yeah. I don't know because I like video games, but I also like animals. <laughs> okay. Um, the quality of the film. I like Jenny Slate, but then I also like John C. Riley. I'm glad that um, Sam is having the same stream. That's Sarah Silverman. This is she's okay. Wow, dude. I don't know, dude. Um, she kind of bombed at the Oscars, though. I will say that. I, I didn't watch the Oscars. Yeah, that was kind of... I think I like Wrecker Ralph more. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Wrecker Ralph, and I'm a small fan of this movie, so I liked Wrecker Ralph a lot more. Uh, Frozen, better or worse? Uh, S- <laughs> Sam? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I felt like breathing. I honestly don't care. So, Mel, what do you think? Frozen um, better? I'm going to say Frozen better just because it even though it reverted a little bit back to that same, like two pals go on a journey. Mm. It was at least a little bit more mold breaking than, than this. Delaney. This is better than frozen. Sam. Uh, I, I feel like frozen's better to be honest. Hey-o. And I'm a big fan of frozen. So okay. I, I think this nope. is, I think this is, I think frozen I is, I think frozen is much more. better than this. Uh, also, what, what's another? I'll say the ending to Frozen, I think, is better than the ending to this film. But I think the overall journey, the, the journey in this film is better than the journey in Frozen. Yeah. Uh, let's I, I, I could I could buy the the meat of this film being better. But Frozen hits higher highs, which is obviously a big deal for me. Um, what uh, what other Disney list of Walt Disney Animation Studio films? Let's let's. Well, let's if that. that's what we're doing, yeah. then. Um, Sleeping Beauty, better, worse. I don't remember the last time I saw Sleeping Beauty. Tangled. Um, no. I'm also not a big fan of Tangled either. So, I will. Say, okay, I'm gonna say this over Tangled because Tangled is so like, I find Tangled really boring in the middle. Yes. So yeah. I'm gonna go with this. This is better than Tangled. Sam. Uh, this is better than Tangled, yeah. I think Tangled is much better than this. I'm a big fan of Tangled as well. Um, Bolt, have any, have you all thing. seen Bolt? I've not. Seen I've it. never. Seen I've it. seen part of Bolt. Wow, I, don't, I haven't seen so all. That's so helpful. No, I really like Bolt. Isn't John Travolta? I don't. Bolt. <laughs> no. <laughs> is he? No, he is. Is he Bolt? Is oh, he is. He's one hundred percent Bolt. I haven't seen the movie, and I know. Uh, that. Bolt is much better than this. I am Princess and the Frog. Have we all seen that? I haven't seen it. Yes, I do love it's that. Been a while this is not better than Princess in the Frog. Yeah, I agree, I think. Uh, I also like that. Frog a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, Big Hero 6. I haven't seen Big Hero 6. I've never um, seen it. This is better than Big Hero 6. 
I I think like this is better than Big Hero Six because like Big Hero Six doesn't actually do anything. Here's, Big Hero Six was the movie that nobody wanted to admit wasn't that good because <laughs> they were so hyped about everyone it. Was, it yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that guy that died. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, like yeah. nobody wants yeah. to admit that it was just like yeah. an average film. I have not seen. You no, know, like Big Hero Six is like good to watch but like it doesn't do anything the way Zootopia does it like, doesn't do anything period and it's got yeah. such a weird narrative like it's structure weird. it's so strange like no like we all and everyone just kind of like got quiet about it after it came out because they were all so hyped for it yep. when it happened and then it came out and it was like a eh movie and they're like oh Big Hero this was so average and the next Disney film uh, coming out later this year how do you pronounce it Moana Moana. Moana, which was one of the bootlegged films. I am so. Wait, is sorry. it released? No, no. joke was oh. in the thing. Like, oh, okay. No, I was joke excited. was because he said, "I've got some that." I thought are- this was like a. Uh, yeah. What was that movie like? I don't even think it's done production yet. Um, no, yeah, it comes no, out. It comes out though. No, he oh, made yeah, the yeah, because the this, like, this, the 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 whatever was. He was like, oh, Louisa. some aren't some that aren't even out yet, and then it was yeah. the cover of oh, Moana. That's pretty good. The favorite, my favorite one is the Wrangled cover. It's so Wrangled. Good. High high expectations really for Moana. Um, I'm gonna make an assumption I'm so about the content Moana. and genre of all those films. <laughs> Just saying. The content and genre of all those films, BTW. What does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that means. M rating. I get no. Okay. Furry meeting. (laughs) I get no. Called a meeting. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Um, gigantic is listed on Wikipedia as a Disney film. I don't know what that is. Okay, anyway, that's enough. Uh, oh, I know Gigantic. I haven't seen it though. I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Mel Moyer. Oh, Stovall, this is Sam Quattro. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And uh, oh, okay. You can Little find all of our social media links on overlyanimated.com, and you can check us out there. Send, give me feedback on this. Send me asks. Tell me why, uh, how I screwed up, and what I said that was offensive. <laughs> Bring it on. I know I did probably said something bad. Um. And that, Did you see that one I mean YouTube that comment that's like, Sam always sounds so pissed off at everything. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, come on. But I was like, but I am. But, but, Sam, you but watch a little Rossi, bit. Hold right? on. <laughs> I, I watch Rotsi. Yes, I do. Oh, good. Um, and uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, and Rachel, a.k.a. Hey, now, Fever, Mitch, Cordell, University, Beatrice, Exchange, Buzz Like Your Mailman, and Rachel. Oh, uh, <laughs> check out uh, like, oh. check out oh, patreon.com/slash You can hit play on me and Mel's video discussing why Patreon and um. Oh, that's right. I was in that video. That was like a million takes. So somebody. Oh yeah, we it. did a lot of takes on that. Yeah, I should check how many views that has. How many people actually didn't play? But yeah, check us out talking about it. I forgot y'all made that. Support us and it took like forty five minutes for like a three second video. It did honestly, um, and that's it. Let us know what you thought. Um. I think that we probably lived up to your expectations for <laughs> discussing this very movie. Very low expectations. Yeah. No, no, no. People, there's many people that expect us to like approach these these uh, animated things in like from like a progressive standpoint that other people will not. So, okay. Uh, I think we we accomplished that here. Uh, whether I was offensive or not, we will see. <laughs> we'll see how much complaints I get. How many complaints I get? So thanks for listening, guys. And last comments. Ted Cruz for... is the Zodiac killer. Really not. Related, but... Maybe he might be. I'm probably gonna go see Zootopia again. 
Nice. Thumbs up. It was a movie that animals, everybody likes them. Everyone go type in loser.com. Yes. Yeah, I didn't do that browser because I'm, just, I'm assuming that would like crash my browser or something. So. No, it's no, 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 not. No, no, no. That's not. No, trust me. I'm not, it's not, I'm not doing to. it. It's worth it. It is going it's to direct it. you, Dylan, to a site that you've been to many, 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 many times. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to do it. Sam, say, say do it right now and react. Okay. I'm doing it right I have now. reaction to Sam. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> right? What did it send you to? Don't tell uh, him. He has to do it. I'm not going to tell him. Did it you crash your browser? No, it didn't. Okay, Dylan. Fine. Dylan's so afraid. Oh my God, it's going to crash my browser. Like, it's fine, Dylan, if it crashes your browser, but it doesn't. So calm down. Okay, that was really uh, underwhelming. I thought scroll. that would like take redirect to like somehow know that like redirect me to my own Facebook page or it something. Would, yeah. That was really yeah. underwhelming. IML. You're really underwhelming. Yeah, well, that's also true, but you know, okay. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, okay. I was going to say earlier when you said something about cute, I was going to be like, you're cute, but I missed it. I missed it. Thanks, thanks, fam. The window is closed. Don't call me that. Never say that to you guys. Did you say fam? I did say that. You call out of fam. If you start saying the phrase fam to me. Uh, Thanks for listening, fam. We'll see you next time. Bye. Shut up. Bye. 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 Bye.